0: The Propcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. For boosted same-game parlays, live in-game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet one hundred dollars, and get a hundred dollars free bet at SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/WinBet. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com/slash/WYNNBET. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by our mini helmet contest. The SGP mini helmets are now in store and we're giving one away for free. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, December 28th, here to discuss our NBA player props. I know we took a short hiatus over the past uh, week or so, but we are back for the NBA player props. And joining me, as usual, to help me break down the NBA player props for the Wednesday night schedule, You know him as the voice of the NFL gambling podcast, as well as the college basketball experience. It's my main man, Ryan McIntyre. Ryan, how's it going, my man? How's your holiday season going?
1: You know, I can't complain, Moon off. Christmas was good. New Year's going to be good as well. Uh, Christmas and New Year's has also been good to Luka Doncic. So, uh, <laughs> wow. Holy holy shit last night.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is probably the exact reaction or maybe a couple of more explicits. Uh, if people were not watching that game last night and after the game, we saw the incredible historic uh, stat line from uh, Luka Doncic last night the Dallas Mavericks went on to beat the uh New York Knicks in overtime which if you didn't see how overtime or how they got to overtime you probably just need to go back and watch maybe the final mm, probably minute or two minutes of that game but Dallas gets the 126-121 victory over the New York Knicks but like Ryan alluded to the more important part of this game was Luka Doncic last night 47 minutes He finished up with 60 points, 21 rebounds, and 10 assists last night in a victory for the Dallas Mavericks. And a come-from-behind victory for the Dallas Mavericks where they were down, I believe, 9 points with about 30-some-odd seconds left. Dontage went to the free-throw line at the end of the game. Missed a free-throw on purpose, obviously, to get that game tied up. The Knicks had two Knicks had the opportunity to secure that rebound there, Ryan. Fumbled it, lands in the hands of Luca. Luca throws up a shot around, I want to say about eight to nine feet away from the basket, gets it in. We have about one second left. No timeouts for the Knicks. And then they send it into overtime where Luca just really took over and Dallas Mavericks get that victory there, Ryan. 126, 121. But yeah, we have in the history of the NBA never seen uh, a 60 20. 10, uh, triple double last night, my man.
1: No. And I don't think you're going to see it, uh, often again, if it ever happens again. I mean, that that's unreal to go for 60, 20 and 10. I mean, not even the great LeBron James has, uh, ever done that. And it seems like he's had every anomaly when it comes to these, uh, crazy stat lines with triple doubles. But, uh, this Luca guy, he's on a different planet right now. He's unreal. And uh, I hope he had a nice cold beer after the game, like he said, <laughs> to a ice down uh, his back after that game. He carried the Mavs.
0: Yeah, he said he was tired as hell. He says he needs a uh, recovery beer after what happened, <laughs> uh, or after what he did on the court last night against the New York Knicks. And it's crazy to think that this, these Knicks are um, prone to giving up these type of triple-doubles. Um, I know it wasn't as great. Of a triple, uh, a triple double James Harden has, like like Luca did last night, but I believe it was I want to say six years ago on New Year's Eve, where James Harden dropped a incredible uh, triple double against the New York Knicks in that game. I think he had fifth. 50- the I'm trying to look it up right now here. Let me see if I can find the exact numbers.
1: While you're uh, looking for that, yeah. I mean, it's, it feels like LeBron's had a career night against the Knicks. Kobe had many career nights against the Knicks. Yeah. It's, all the superstars that feel obviously Michael Jordan over the years. It seems like all the superstars take their pick at uh, having a career night against the New York Knicks. Although the Knicks are better this year.
0: Yeah, they definitely are. Uh, yeah, this was back into 2016 New Year's Eve. Uh, James Harden dropped a 53, 16, and 17 triple double against the uh, New York Knicks. Um, and you know, we talk about guys like James Harden when he was with the Rockets, dropping those triple doubles. Obviously, Luca and Nikola Jokic, guys like that, just can go out on any given night and drop a triple double. Uh, for their respective teams, but yeah, we got to give our flowers last night to what Luca was able to do um, for the Dallas Mavericks in that victory uh, against the New York Knicks, man, but um, I I think the conversation now, I guess we're trying to transition to here, before we get to our player props here, Ryan, is that does this really I know the odds did move in favor of um, Luca for MVP, but I, I think it's one game out of 70-something that he's going to play this year. Obviously, you know, when the public sees this type of performance, they want to immediately go and bet Luka. And right now, he is the second odds-on favorite to win MVP this season right behind uh, Jason Tatum. But I think for Luka to win MVP, Dallas has to probably end up as a top three seed, and he probably has to be a player that is number one in player efficiency rating. But your MVP right now? If the season ended right now, who would you be voting for for MVP?
1: I'm voting Tatum, like you said. Uh, Boston's ahead of the East and like you said, this is such a narrative-driven award Mm -hmm. and with the NBA season being so long the way it is, I mean, we still got what uh, almost three and a half months left of this season where there's going to be so many different twists and turns obviously injuries do play a factor in it as well I mean Joel Embiid I think could get back in it as well he's had a monster year that you can never count out the Joker or uh or Giannis even so it's 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 a marathon I I will say for Dallas though under Jason Kidd last year they did do this where they kind of started slow then came on in the second half so if they go on a Similar type run like they did last year. Maybe Luca could get really uh, involved in this MVP race down the stretch.
0: Yeah, I think that they they made a lineup change. Did Jason Kidd where they put in Tim Hardaway Jr. into that starting lineup mm-hmm. uh, and took Reggie Bullock out because Bullock was really just struggling shooting the basketball for the Dallas Mavericks. And I think that, you know, when you bring in a, a veteran like T, uh, sorry, Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, who's consistently able to knock down shots, and he has been ever since he entered that starting lineup, you know, you're, you're seeing the results of what Dallas has been able to do outside of what Luka did last night. So, yeah, I mean, I, again, we talked a lot about Christian Wood as well on this pod, uh, Ryan, that they probably need him to put him into the starting lineup as well. And I know, like, the bench is thin, behind those guys, but your, your starters are going to play a majority of the minutes for you uh, on a single night. But I think you got to put your best, you know, guys forward in that starting lineup for the Dallas Mavericks, which includes guys like obviously Luca. I think Christian Wood needs to be in that starting lineup as well as Tim Hardaway jr. And again, with them mixing, missing uh, Maxi Kleba for about another, I think four to five weeks here uh, the, the the bench is a little bit thin. Again, I think that they won't be afraid to make some more moves uh, as we approach the trade deadline. For the Dallas Mavericks, but um, yeah, I would probably—I'm there with you. I'd probably still give it to Jason Tatum right now. But uh, looking at the odds right now, Jason Tatum is the odds-on favorite at plus two fifty. Luca plus three thirty. Giannis four to one. Joker is plus four fifty, and then Kevin Durant nine to one. So we have about five players here, Ryan, who have odds that are below ten to one to win MVP.
1: Yeah, no, and like you said, uh, the NBA I kind of view it as two different seasons. It's uh, the first what 40-50 games yeah. and then as soon as that uh, trade deadline happens and the All-Star break happens kind of close to each other, that's really the stretch run, the last 30 game sprint into the playoffs. So, yeah, it it there'll be a lot of different twists and turns in this marathon of an NBA season. Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, anything else that's maybe stuck out to you around the league outside of what Luca did last night before we do get into our player props here? Yeah, the
1: overs uh, hit on Christmas, and usually it's kind of been yeah. an unders type of day. I was kind of surprised by that. Usually uh, I like to lean to the unders in these spotlight games because I think guys play a little bit harder and uh, the game is officiated a little bit uh, tighter as well. So, But uh, the overs continue to roll here.
0: Yeah, they do, and I think that's carried on into this week as well. Uh, we are seeing, you know, more high-scoring games, um, and then, again, the market is starting to reflect that as as well. Because early on in the season, or maybe even a couple of weeks ago, we didn't see a lot of games that had totals that were posted two thirty or more. You know, for mm-hmm. example, here on Wednesday night, we have about I think yeah three games, uh, four game, uh, four games. Of the what seven games here tonight that have totals posted of 230 or more here tonight. So again, um, maybe the market is catching up, but again, we know that like the NBA and like some of the other leagues, that eventually it's gonna balance out where the under start coming back again because the totals are gonna be a little bit inflated, um, because so many points are being scored uh right now in the NBA. Um Ryan, before we get into our player props here, let me tell the listeners about our presenting sponsor. That's going to be WinBet. WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Reduce juice on side-end totals for all of the college bowl games the day of. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now. Over on WinBet, if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, win 100, limited to state availability. And there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to gamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet to claim your free bet today. Offers up to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 years or older and present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And don't forget to enter the SGP Mini Helmet Contest from now until the end of the year. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet to enter that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash helmet. All right, Ryan, uh, not the usual amount of games that we are used to on Wednesdays, uh, but we still have about, what, seven, eight games here tonight in the NBA. So plenty of opportunities for us to pick and choose our player props. So let's just dive right into it, my man. I'm going to give you the floor first here. What's your first player prop for tonight?
1: Uh, I'm going to go to uh, new Orleans and Minnesota and I'm going to take a shot at uh, Zion's coming back. I'm seeing his over under point total at 25 and a half. He was rolling before he was out for a couple games and, uh, just looking at what he did. I know his last game, he only had 18 points against the Milwaukee bucks, but before that 30, 31, 26, 35, 35, 29, 25, 30, he goes, he went over that number in what nine straight games there or, Nine out of ten games dating back to the end of November. So I'm going to take the over 25.5 against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And a uh, game total, like we said, there's a bunch of overs or a high-inflated uh, over-under. So uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. take the points here with uh, Zion.
0: Yeah, Zion's been out uh, with COVID um, over the past couple of games here. But his yeah, his last game he played was on, let's see, December 19th, where he finished that game with 18 points. But outside of that, you look at the games prior, like Ryan mentioned, they're what, 30, 31, 26, 35. Uh, over his last five games that he's played, he's averaged 28. Um, and he's just, you know, getting better and better as the season, season kind of progresses here um, in the NBA. Obviously, without Brandon Ingram, who's still going to be out for the New Orleans Pelicans, the scoring load really falls on two guys. That's Zion and that's CJ McCollum. And McCollum held it down while a lot of guys were out for this Pelicans team. So, yeah, I think that he should have some success inside. Um, It's a matter of who's going to be matched up on him. It's probably going to be... It's obviously not going to be Rudy Gobert because he's going to have to guard Valanchunas. I mean... It's not Towns either. Yeah, Towns has yeah. been out. Um, it's not going to be Anthony Edwards. So, you know, that just kind of tells you what kind of matchup nightmare that Zion is uh, for, uh, for, again, any team. So I think, yeah, he'll have a big game here tonight. I think that, you know, there's going to be a fun game to watch uh, because I do have a couple of player props myself in this game. So, far, so forward, my first one here, um, I'm going to take Jonas Valanciunas over nine and a half rebounds here tonight um, against the Minnesota Timberwolves in this game we kind of take a look at um, the wolves and how they've kind of been allowing opposing centers to grab those rebounds, despite having Rudy Gobert at that center position to, you know, really anchor the rim protection and clean up the glass. Um, the wolves are allowing opposing centers to average 15.3 rebounds per game. And in four games against the Wolves, um, as a player for the Pelicans, uh, Valanchunas is averaging 14.5 rebounds in that span. He's recorded double-digit rebounds in three out of the last four games against the Minnesota Timberwolves, including a 23 rebounding performance last season. Lastly, over the last five games, uh, Valanchunas is averaging right around 11 rebounds per game. And he's grabbed double-digit rebounds in three out of the last four games uh, for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. So I think he should have some success here tonight. He should get the minutes uh, guarding Rudy Gobert in this game um, to offset that size um, matchup inside for both of these teams. So Valanciunas, I think this number was a little conservative here, Ryan. Uh, Over nine and a half rebounds here uh, for my first player prop.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned it. I mean, he's had success against uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves, but not only against the Minnesota Timberwolves, just recently altogether. Uh, he's been in double figures in the rebounding margin uh, three out of the last four games, including a game where he had 18 rebounds and six offensive rebounds. Yeah. He's had uh, five or more offensive rebounds in four straight games.
0: Yeah, and that's a, the key. And I think a lot of people, I think that's a great point that you bring up there, that when when I'm looking at these rebounding props, I look at guys that do grab offensive rebounds as well because, you know, a lot of time defensive rebounding, I I think there's a high variant to it because guys can't, other players can grab those rebounds. I know that centers, you know, usually card the paint and things like on the defensive end, but sometimes you forget that on the offensive end, they have opportunities to grab those rebounds. And, um, you know, Valanciunas is a prime example of that. I mean, there's been multiple times where I've watched this guy, uh, grab a rebound, put it back up, miss it, grab the rebound again, put it back up and miss it. He has, like, three offensive rebounds just in one possession. So, uh yeah, 9.5, I think that number is a little conservative here.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you there.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, let's get over to your next player problem. Uh, what do you got, Ryan?
1: I'm going to go to the Wizards game, um, and I'm going to take DeAndre Aiden. I'm taking take another big here. You just mentioned it. Uh, I like his uh, – I'm seeing his rebounding props at 10.5 uh, right now. I'm going to take the over of that, uh, looking at what he's done against these Washington Wizards in his career. Uh, he's averaging almost 12 rebounds a game, including the last two meetings, 13 rebounds, 16 rebounds. I, I, I think it's a bad matchup for the Wizards, and I expect a big night from DeAndre Aiden Who's coming off a tough matchup against uh, the Joker the other night?
0: Yeah, these uh, Wizards, again, at that center position, are allowing uh, 14 and a half rebounds to that, um, to that position. And like you mentioned there, uh, Ayton has just been dominating on the boards uh, for the. Uh, Uh, Phoenix Suns there over his last five games. He's averaging 11 rebounds per game. Uh, But more importantly, like you mentioned, against the Wizards, where he had a huge game in 32 minutes earlier this season, 30 points. But more importantly, he had 13 rebounds in that game. And like you mentioned, three of the last five games, he's gone over this projection. Um, And the thing for right now, especially without Devin Booker, is that they need to have Aiden on the floor. Because again, there there are a lot of injuries for this team right now, right? Uh, I know Cam Johnson has been out for a while. Campaign has been out dealing with a foot injury. Devin Booker with a groin injury. He tried to give it a go on Christmas Day, but he just couldn't. He's already been ruled out for the game here tonight. So it, they're really thin at at in their rotation and also on the bench here. So. Uh, I like it, man. I think that he should have a big rebounding uh, night here tonight against the Washington Wizards. And like you highlighted, he's had plenty of success in that span against the Washington Wizards. Yes. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Let me finish up my player props in the the Pelicans-Wolves game. Throw one more out there. I got this one at plus money. Trey Murphy, the second, over two and a half, three-point shots made here tonight. This one is pretty simple for me. If you take a look at how bad Minnesota is just defending the three-point line, um, I'll kind of just run off the stats here quickly. So for the Wolves, they are dead last in opponent three-pointers made allowed per game. Sorry. um, Let me go back to the regular season stats here. All right. So opponent uh, three-pointers made per game, Minnesota number 30, where they're allowing 14.2 per game Uh, opponent, three point attempts per game, Minnesota, number 29, 38.7 round that up to about 39. Sorry. Yeah. 39, which ranks number 29 in the league. And then opponent three point percentage allowed uh, this season where they're number 26. So they're pretty much bottom five in all three of those categories. And Trey Murphy, the second, I think is their best uh, shooter for the new Orleans Pelicans. So no, we talked about Zion earlier. I think that attention on the defensive side of the basketball is going to go to a guy like Zion and CJ McCollum, which I think will open up the opportunities for a guy like Trey Murphy, the second here, who has been shooting pretty well uh, for the uh, new Orleans Pelicans Uh, on the season. He's uh, shooting 40.4% from beyond the arc. He's averaging 2.3 makes per game and uh, getting up about six attempts per game. So I couldn't pass it up at plus money, especially against a team that is not very good defending the three-point line here, Ryan.
1: Yeah, uh, for the audience, can you tell that we like the over in the New uh, Orleans-Minnesota game? Three (laughs) out of our four props we've given out have been in that game. I like that play as well. Uh, Minnesota, they like to play an up-tempo style of uh, brand of basketball, so a lot of possessions, and like you mentioned, I think the volume will be there for Murphy with the shot attempts, and uh, just expecting a lot of points in this matchup.
0: (sighs) Yeah, especially like you mentioned with them getting um, Zion back, right? And I think that we'll see some back and forth in this game. And again, defensively, even with Rudy Gobert, this Minnesota Wolves uh, Timberwolves team has just not been very good. So uh, yeah, I definitely do expect to see points in this game here tonight between the Pelicans and the Wolves. Uh, all right, Ryan, take us over to your next player problem, man. What do you got? I'm going to go with the
1: rookie. Uh, He probably had his worst game of his career uh, against the Los Angeles Lakers the other night, going one of six, only four points. Um, I'm seeing Bonchero's uh, point total at 19 and a half. I like him to get back against this Detroit Pistons team that just simply struggles to defend. And, I mean, they're one of the worst defensive teams in the league. I think it's a tough matchup. Uh, Bonchero had been playing really well. Before that, I mean, uh, games of 18, 23, 18, and 31. Kind of just a minor setback against the Lakers the other night. So I'm looking for a bounce-back spot for Bonchero. I'll go over 19.5 points.
0: Yeah, you're right. I think it's a good bounce-back spot here for the uh, Orlando Magic and uh, uh, Pancaro here tonight. Um, This is another game where I love the over, just because how bad the Pistons have been uh, defending at home this season. Um, but I, I think that you take a look at the length for the Pistons, whether that's going to be Isaiah Stewart, whether it's Jalen Duran, I just don't think it's enough for them to contain a guy like, uh, for, for Paulo Pancaro here tonight. Um, and again, you're right. I think this is a, a prime game for him just to kind of get back on track. Um, Maybe the moment against the Lakers was too big for him last night. I'm not sure. But, again, this is a guy where we've seen plenty of times this season uh, get over this point projection. He only played 22 minutes last night as well. Maybe he would have been, Yeah, he was in foul trouble last night where he, only, he finished the game with five fouls. But um, in a matchup earlier this season against the Pistons, he had 27 points in that game, nine rebounds and five assists as well. So, yeah, this is, I think, a great game for him to get back on track here uh, against the Detroit Pistons, so I love it.
1: Yeah, no, and uh, I'm glad you touched on it with uh I forgot to add that in there cuz he did go for 27 against the Pistons and going further back just in the month of December he went over 20 every single game but uh three games before yeah. last night. So, yeah, no, good bounce back spot against a really bad uh defensive team, I think.
0: Yeah. Did you say that the number was 19 and a half? 19 and a half. Yep. Yeah, that one's I think that that one's definitely wrong by the books there. So, I'm going to hop on that here right myself myself. <laughs> All right, uh let's see. Let's get over to my third player prop here. Uh, I'm going to go over to that game between the Bucks and the Chicago Bulls here tonight. Uh I got to go with my guy DeMar DeRozan here over 24 and a half points here tonight and you know DeMar DeRozan, he's had a lot of success against this um a Bucks team uh, this season actually throughout his career. Uh, against this Bucks team. I know they're going to be without Chris Middleton. Uh, Drew Holiday is probably going to be matched up on Zach Levine here tonight. which the thing opens up the opportunity for uh, DeMar DeRozan. 24 and a half is a number right now. It is a little bit juiced uh, in this game, but I think that he does have a big game here tonight. You take a look at uh, what he's done throughout his career against this um, Milwaukee Bucks team. This These two teams did match up earlier this season, Ryan, uh, where he finished up that game with uh 36 points in 38 minutes very efficient from the floor as well 14 of 24 in that game uh if you want to go back to last season in uh three out of the four matchups he had 29 or more points including a 40 point game excuse me a 35 point game and again he gets up the volume as well right it's pretty much him and Zach Levine on the offensive side of the basketball for the Chicago Bulls so for DeMar DeRozan, for this number to be at 24 and a half, I got to go with the over here. I think that he should get into the range of 27 to possibly 30 points here tonight. So DeMar DeRozan over 24 and a half points here tonight, Ryan.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned it. These two matched up, what, in the first round of the Eastern Conference last year, and it felt yeah. like every single possession went through DeRozan. Um, he has had success. He's one of the few guys that's actually had success against these uh, Milwaukee Bucks in their defense. Um, and Middleton's not there. I like this play a lot for uh, DeRozan to go over that total.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So that is three each, and then we have best bets, right, Ryan? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, so before we get into best bets here, let me tell you guys about a sponsor that is back on the sports gambling podcast network. And that is underdog fantasy. We're brought to you by underdog fantasy and at underdog this season, the the season actually never ends right now. You can play their weekly battle Royal games or even draft your best, your uh, playoff. I'm sorry, best ball team. They also have a ton of daily games for the NBA and the NHL plus, when you use promo code SGPN at UnderdogFantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit match of up to $100. All right, Ryan, let's close out this episode uh, strong here. Let's get into our best bets for the Wednesday action here in the NBA. A, uh, what do you got as your best bet player prop for tonight? I I have a gut feeling we might be on the same one, but uh, go for it.
1: I'm uh, I'm going to the best player in the world, uh, Giannis. I'm going over okay. forty-four, over forty-four and a half uh points and rebounds. And the handicap simple for me. You already touched on it with no middleton, but the Bucks have lost three in a row on this road trip. It's kind of a uh spot where they need to they need to get one before they go back home. So I expect to focus Giannis. He struggled the other night, uh going nine to twenty two from the field. He's had success, obviously, against the Bulls. But I mean, the main thing, they haven't lost three games straight in almost two years now, which uh, is a crazy stat. But yeah. I looked back last year, and every time that they lost two in a row, he seemed to bounce back with a monster game. I'm seeing a 47 and nine, um, another one where he had, where was it? He had 31 and 13, another one 30 and 12. He just. Thirty-three and fifteen. It seems like whenever they need a win in a big game, he's gonna he's gonna uh, meet the meet the expectations. And I expect Giannis to have a huge game against the Chicago Bulls tonight.
0: You went to the best player in the world, so I'll, I'll have the second best player in the world. But um, yeah, I mean, look, you're not going to get argument from me about this one. The 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 Bucks have owned uh, the Milwaukee. Uh, sorry, the Chicago Bulls. Um, ever since Giannis has gotten there and I, I mean I'm not going to go through his entire stat lines uh for for what Giannis has done against the Chicago Bulls but you said it was what 44 and a half for his points and rebounds yes yeah, I mean look, last game thirty-six and eleven. He's had games of thirty-four and sixteen, um, thirty-eight and sixteen, twenty-nine and seventeen. Um, so I, I expect a motivated Giannis here tonight. And like you mentioned, they they're coming off a couple losses here. They lost, they got embarrassed on um Christmas Day, and, and they just haven't looked like the Bucks that we're used to seeing. I mean, maybe they, a lot of that has to do with Chris Middleton not being there, their second best player. Um, And they are a little bit thin at depth, but you know, you're going to get 110% effort from Giannis every single night. Um, and the stats speak for himself, especially against the Chicago Bulls. So I like it. Uh, Giannis points and rebounds over 44 and a half here tonight as Ryan's best bet Uh, for my best bet. I guess I'll go with the second best player in the entire <laughs> world. Kevin Durant, uh, give me his over 28 and a half points here tonight against the Atlanta Hawks. And again, this is going to be another game where we're expecting to see a lot of points and just because how bad the Atlanta Hawks have been on the defensive side of the basketball. But it's really more so, Ryan, that Kevin Durant has had a lot of success against this Atlanta Hawks uh, team. On the season, he's averaging 30 points per game while shooting a, having a true shooting percentage of 67%. We know this is a guy that can score from any uh spot on the floor and the Brooklyn Nets these uh these two teams match up earlier this season against the Hawks where Durant scored 34 points in that game and he's also gone over this projection of 28 and a half in five straight career games versus the Atlanta Hawks including the game where he scored 55 points um he's just a matchup nightmare you know we talk about Giannis being a uh, matchup nightmare Zion being a matchup nightmare Durant definitely fits into that criteria as well. I mean, maybe possibly the most difficult player to guard in this, uh, in the NBA. I think Paulo Pancaro came out and said that as well, that he couldn't do anything to stop Kevin Durant. I think he said that this, this last week when these two teams matched up. So um, I like this all the way up to 30 and a half. If you want to ladder this, I think that he gets into the range of 30 plus points here tonight. And I'm expecting a big game again from Kevin Durant against this Atlanta Hawks team. So for my best bet, Ryan, Kevin Durant over 28 and a half points here tonight against the Atlanta Hawks.
1: Yeah. He owns the Hawks. The Hawks are bad defensively. I mean, he scored 34 and 36 minutes the last time they played. And then yeah. the time before that 55 and 40 minutes, the guy's an animal. Uh, you you're right in and, and Bonchero's right. You can't guard him. He's on. I mean, he's seven feet. He, he can play the point and He can uh, pull up from half court, or I mean, he walks in the gym. He's he's in range already. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I I will never argue a uh, over prop for a Kevin Durant point total. So uh, expecting big nights from Giannis and Durant tonight. I think.
0: Yes, sir. So our best bets, just to recap here, Ryan is going with. Giannis points and rebounds over forty four and a half. And I'm going with Kevin Durant over 28 and a half points here tonight. Uh, hopefully these two stars superstars are going to shine here tonight and get us to the window to cash our best bets. All right, Ryan, that's going to do it for this edition of the uh, prop cast for the NBA player props here tonight. Uh, anything else you want to mention before we get out of here, buddy?
1: No, you can catch me every night on uh the college basketball show with uh College Basketball Experience with Colby, uh the Danta base. It's uh entertainment and uh we're previewing every single game, we're in conference play and looking forward to getting back on the PropCast on Friday as well with you.
0: So if there's like 50 games on, I'm just saying on I don't know, if you know what the number is on a Wednesday night. You guys go through all 50 games.
1: Yes. If sometimes they don't have the line, so we got to yeah. okay. kind of just give a prediction or a nugget or two, but uh, yeah, we don't, we won't miss a game. We got a couple darlings.
0: The, the commitment to the grind is uh, unparalleled for the college uh, experience, whether that's college football or college basketball. Yeah, but again, you need some late night action to get ahead of the lines. Uh, and looking forward to the next day. Make sure to check out Colby and Ryan on uh, the college basketball experience every single night, proving every single game. Uh, the guys are animals. I, I don't know if I would be able to do that. but um, And again, I'm not a college basketball expert. I just listen to the experts of the college basketball experience, which is Colby and Ryan. So make sure to check those guys out. Yeah. Like Ryan said, we'll be back on Friday for the NBA player props. I will be back later today with Rod to preview the Thursday night football game. Uh, this week i think it's the cowboys and the titans so look out for that prop cast as well uh, and then as usual uh me and rod will do the player props for the week 17 uh matchups as we get ever ever so closer to the new year and the nfl playoffs coming up all right uh make sure to follow ryan on twitter at Moneyline underscore mac follow me on twitter at sports nerd 824 till then Good luck with your picks here tonight. Let's break these books off and let it ride.